Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 281 of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast presented by Overdrive. So it's just Adam by myself today recording this very early on a Monday morning uh, because we were really busy over the uh, previous week and couldn't get the intro out to get this up early so it's going to go out just slightly later than normal sorry about that um that's on me actually recording this with my two pups so hopefully they won't bark while i do this so i have to do it again uh, today's episode is an interview i did with ngozi ukazu back at uh BookCon way back in the summer about a million months ago at this point uh, ngozi is a kind of digital comic book creator she created the online comic check please which we talk all about in this it's got a ton of attention on kickstarter um she first started doing everything online and then all of her fans told her that they would happily pay for stuff if she could make it a physical comic and then that's what ended up happening so we talk all about that and the unique way that she came up with this very unique idea of check please um it's it's a blast she's a super cool uh, human being. She's really into uh, manga and graphic novels and all sorts of stuff. And it's just a really fun, very different conversation than what we normally have. And even if you've never read a comic book, uh, especially a digital comic, this is a wonderful entry point to see really just how unique uh, these stories that they can tell can be. So hope you'll check it out. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can always find us on Instagram and Twitter at ProBookNerds. Uh, you can go to our website, ProfessionalBookNerds.com, and you can email us at ProfessionalBookNerds at Overdrive.com. And if you are listening to us for the first time because you discovered us over the weekend because of the 30-day book challenge that we created, which has really taken off on social media, hello. I hope you enjoy. Um, and if you aren't doing our 30-day book challenge yet, uh, just go on our Instagram or Twitter. You will see it very much all over the place. Uh, we created a little book challenge where you talk about a different type of book every single day uh, just by circling what day you're on and typing out the answer. So really fun idea that Jill had and that is taking off uh, with a little play on the 30-day music challenges that are everywhere. Uh, so that's just about everything. I hope you guys uh, partake in that because like I said it's it's really cool to see all of your answers and if you do be sure to tag us in your answers uh, the template is on our Instagram account and our Twitter account so um, okay not going to keep you guys any longer I hope you enjoy this conversation with Ngozi Ukazu on the Professional Book Nerds Podcast Hey everyone it's Adam I am still hanging out at BEA Super jazzed to be hanging out with Ngozi Ukazu, who is the creator of the incredibly popular Check Please webcomic, which I told you before we started recording. I had been reading long before they sent me an advanced reader copy of this, so I have been nerding out about this for a while here, but I'm really excited to talk to you because said webcomic is coming out in a print version really soon. So we're going to talk all about that. So first, thank you for joining us today. Hi, how's it going? Fantastic. Okay, so for the 
uninitiated. Can you give uninitiated. people a little bit of an introduction to Check Please? Yeah, so Check Please is the story of a former figure skater who joins a college hockey team and he loves to bake. Um, it follows Eric Biddle, this little gay kid from the South, who basically goes up to a university in Massachusetts. Um, he's a figure skater. He's not really into um, the physical forms of men's ice hockey, which includes checking. And it's about him like fi- making friends, uh, making pies, and making mistakes and getting messy. <laughs> it is the absolute. Like, it's my favorite webcomic. I'm not just saying like. My, just thank you. From, I, I you have I know you have a very unique background reason as to why hockey, but oh, I'll kind of let you yeah. sort of yeah. tell people. Yeah. So I'm from Houston, Texas. I never played hockey, and technically, I still don't know how to skate. But um, <laughs> I'm still talking to this. I'm sorry. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, and basically, like, senior year of college, mm-hmm. I got super into hockey. I wrote a screenplay mm-hmm. on hockey, um, and I had all this leftover like hockey knowledge yeah. from just reading books on hockey, doing interviews. So when I went to grad school, mm-hmm. I started my webcomic, and I had all the information. So I decided to make a comic about hockey. Yeah. yeah. What came first, the screenplay or the love of hockey? The screenplay. So that um, idea, my, my screenplay was about a hockey player who falls in love with his best friend. And he's like, he's the opposite of Biddy. He's yeah. like this giant brute, very stoic. Like, every time I do an impression of him, I kind of talk like this. <laughs> and then um, I, in order to write that, I had to do like a ton of research. Yeah. I didn't know a single thing. And then, yeah, then the love of hockey came afterwards like a train so when you were when you were decided to do that type of a screenplay is that just one of those things where you knew you had to because you had to write the screenplay for uh, a class, a class right? yeah. okay. so was it one of those situations where you wanted to kind of challenge yourself to write a screenplay about something or was that kind of the assignment like write a screenplay about something you know nothing about yeah just... <laughs> yeah no that's a that's a really good question um i remember i was sitting in my freshman uh german class and there was a hockey player in that class and uh, one of like Yale's things is that uh, we have this quote, one in four or more, which is, means that like like over 25% of the student population identifies as queer or LGBTQ or yeah. something. So I think I was talking to a friend about that. Mm-hmm. We're just like, oh, 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 this is so interesting. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the guy on the, t- on the hockey team was just like, well, no one on the hockey team's gay. And we, we, me and my friend were just like, cool thanks for that kevin <laughs> good input to the conversation <laughs> but that that seed was like planted my freshman year mm-hmm. and i had like was inter- entertaining that question and so senior year i was talking to my professor about what i should write mm-hmm. i told her this idea of what if yeah. and she was like yeah take it and run with it you're gonna need to do a lot of research yeah. but you need to write the story and i i enjoyed it well i, mean, I think it's like you can also it's nice to know that like when it comes to a lot of research, like obviously you had to write uh, or like read a lot about hockey. But I mean, a cool thing about learn- researching a sport is it's like I'm just gonna watch a yes. whole bunch of it. I just up on it. sat down. Oh my gosh! And watching live hockey is totally different from watching it on TV. You can still get the same like heart palpitations mm-hmm. and like freakouts from watching yeah. it on TV. But there's something about live hockey and the like frenetic nature of it. Yeah, that it's is so fast paced. It's nonstop. It's nonstop, it's, heavy hitting. It's relentless. Yeah. You the I kind of mentioned this briefly in my intro, but you did not take a traditional publishing route. Oh, no, I any, did not. So can you give us some details on sort of 
how I know you use Kickstarter, like how that whole yeah. thing started. Yeah, just like you were saying, like you found out about Checklist before uh, First mm-hmm. Second and Macmillan uh, picked it up. And that's because it was on Tumblr for the longest time. Uh-huh. I start when I started the comic, I was just posting it to my Tumblr, um, like basically after I graduated. And then I decided to make give it its own Tumblr blog, and then eventually, like, it got its own site. But um, it was like, yeah, very non traditional. Like, um, fans uh, got behind the comic before yeah. anybody really knew about it. Yeah. It makes me so happy that I think I saw actually in like the book expo mm-hmm. people. I'm using my hands and now talking at my phone, too. When you're at <laughs> events like this, they have these daily, like, magazines. Thing. Yeah. And this morning, there was a conversation with you from some with somebody. Yeah. And you mentioned in there that how cool it is to see fans. Basically, you're giving content away for free, and they're like, no, 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 I want to pay you money. It's crazy yeah. when you're, like, I literally tell people, like, you, like, at conventions, I'm like, yeah, this is coming out at bookstores in the fall, but you can still find it online. Right. And they're like, no, I want to buy this so I can, like, hold it and read it and, like, sitting yeah. in a chair and devote my attention to it. I I don't get it. Yeah. And I, under- well, I do get it and I appreciate it, yeah. but it's still remarkable that people I, would do that. I think that's, like, that's one of the enduring qualities of readers as a community, like, mm-hmm. not to kind of throw everyone in one pot, but if more often than not, people will they appreciate something they'll want to purchase like, yeah. I work at a library company and yeah. I host a podcast and get free stuff all the time and if there's a book that I know my wife will like yeah. she'll read it and then when the book comes out she'll go buy like three copies of it yes. I'm like well, sweetie what are you doing she's like, like well like, gotta show some love like, like thank you I appreciate right? it and I feel like, so I, wonderful. I feel like readers are all like that it's just yeah. no I want and plus it doesn't hurt with the Kickstarter stuff it's like I'm gonna like, give you bonus yes. things you get extra yeah. swag yeah um, I, I feel like with the characters that you've made like when people originally hear the idea of oh it's a queer hockey player who bakes like wait what but but I think it's like you could have put these characters and their like part and their relationships in any setting yeah so I think that's the part of the story that really brings you in is like Biddy could be he could be a gymnast he could be be a writer it doesn't matter like just the way we're talking about all the AUs, the alternate universe mm-hmm. fan fiction that yeah. readers write. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if you know about that stuff. No, I'm, yeah, I'm aware. Okay, I'm okay, aware. okay. But I just feel like he could be any of those different things and they would still resonate because it's more it's more important about how you create characters. That... Yeah, I, like my thing um, is no matter the setting, I'm very much into found families. I'm mm-hmm. very much into like ensemble casts that have like quirky characters that like on paper shouldn't fit together but like love each other so yeah Biddy was in like a super like Gordon Ramsay kitchen and had to deal with Jack as his (laughs) boss or if he was on a spaceship and Jack was Spock I think you'd still get the same type of dynamics. I just wrote, like, three fan fictions. I, yeah, you're going to get a bunch of these really soon from people, I'm sure. I actually really want to see him getting yelled at by Gordon Ramsay. There now. you go. I think Biddy would now. cry, but also make delicious pies. Oh, it would be perfect pies, yeah. yeah. I, I just, I don't know, there, I think and it, a lot of it has to do it, too, I think, as well, with how relatable he is as a person. Like, yeah. vlogs, he, they speak like human beings. They speak like... You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it has to do with like, you being a younger author, but I think like a lot of times people write younger characters into their books. Hey, dude, LOL. Yeah, exactly. Let's go on the snap book. It's so hip out here. It's so hip mean? out here. Oh, no. Uh, well, see you later. Exactly. Groovy. Yeah. Uh, what? Okay. So, how do you go to into creating yeah. 
comic because yeah. you do the illustrations and the stories yeah. and everything. So can you maybe take us through that process? Okay, the comic process, it starts off with, well, I remember when I was coming up with the story the first time, I was sitting at like my dining room table right after you know, graduation back at my parents' house. And we, and I basically just split up the story into four years. Mm-hmm. And then I knew that there need to be certain beats that happened each year. And then um, from there, I was kind of getting, like, breaking everything down into smaller and smaller story beats. Mm-hmm. And after I knew what was going to happen in each of Biddy's, like, college years, I turned that into a script. I, like, script and also thumbnail at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard for me to just write a script and then go to thumbnail. It's hard for me to just, like, draw the comic without, like, knowing, uh, the, like, the right words and the uh-huh. beats. Um, and so after I write... Um, and I'm writing as I'm thumbnailing, I do rough art, the pencils, mm-hmm. um, which requires like a lot of reference work. My gosh, I just, like half the time I'm just like collecting pictures of hockey players. And <laughs> like, it's it's really, it's terrible when I spend like, uh, I shouldn't tell my manager this, like I spend like half a day like looking for the perfect um, like garage or something, uh-huh. just cause I know that this is where Biddy and Jack are gonna have a conversation uh-huh. and it needs to look the right way. Um, so I waste a lot of time doing that. But then I draw, I draw the comic and then ink it, color it, letter it, put it online. It's crazy. Sometimes I'll be doing last minute edits. Yeah. Fans should also not hear that. Like, <laughs> like what a character is saying. Uh-huh. I'll change it um, right up to the last minute, post it, and then it's done. It's out there. So the, the actual the artwork and everything is, is done by hand. Like yeah. Physically, and then you, just, you upload it. I actually draw, like, sometimes I'll sketch on uh, paper, but most of the time I just go straight into the computer, straight mm-hmm. into Photoshop, and, yeah, start drawing the comic there. That's, and, like, how much time would it take you on average to do, like, a, like a story that you would put up as a singular web comic? Yeah, like a, like a single episode could yeah. take, like, anywhere between, like, a week and a half, two and a half weeks, because... It's they get really detailed, yeah. and I am doing the not just the writing, but you know the pencils, inks, um, colors, and lettering, uh, like most of the time. So that whole process in like traditional American comics and even in like Japanese comics um, are split up between multiple people. Yeah, so, I was yeah. gonna say you're basically doing the job of if not four like two or three people for yeah, sure yeah like, it's it, it gets to be a lot i will I'll be honest i told my coworkers before i went over here i was kind of showing i was showing them yeah. the comments like but there's only wait there's only one name on there i was like yeah she does her thing like yeah. everything <laughs> she does all of it herself. yeah yeah so what were some of the like our comics and manga is this stuff that you've always enjoyed as a reader as well yeah yeah it's i've always enjoyed i mean i, I like watched a ton of sitcoms growing up but like like i didn't even realize how many comics I read until um, now when I talk to people um, like I, I read an unusual amount like mm-hmm. I, I was always reading the funny the funny pages yeah. and then um, when the manga wave hit America that was when I was in middle school mm-hmm. so I was just like eating these like like just chunks of like those um, like uh, you know, like manga bricks. Yeah, like exactly, you, you, like yeah. you get a brick of manga at Borders. Of course, yeah, that's yeah. Rest in peace, Borders. And then you just like flip through it. Uh huh. Um, but then I even got into like like American comics, and I don't even know. I, I you know now that you think about it, I don't even know where these comics came from mm-hmm. because I didn't own most of them. I yeah. guess I went to the library. Yeah. I guess I went to the library, checked them out. Absolutely. Or just sat in uh, Barnes and Nobles or Borders, and uh, yeah. yeah oh, much. I owe I owe 
Barnes and Noble and Borders. So yeah. much money for like, because it's one thing you can go and you'll buy novels, but yeah, as a kid, you'd be like, you could basically, and my my mom would just take me there almost as like a way to be like, hey, you need to chill for like two yeah. hours. I would just read so many books there and put them back on the shelf. And yeah, people could do that with Check Please. It'll, but the thing is that it's already online. Was, so. yeah, yeah, I was going to say, they could do that online, but they should, they should buy these ones. I'm going to throw them As out. I understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in front of yeah. your, your people here. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, go ahead and do no, it for free. No, it's already online. Do you remember like, some of those comics and manga that you really saw? Oh out to my you? gosh. Uh, where, like, I remember, it's, it's all over the place. Because I remember reading, uh, now of course I'm blanking on a name, Marvel's. Um, I forget who wrote it, but it was John by the same the Adam Ross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm getting that name right. Adam Ross, the painter guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, no, uh, I remember reading Marvels in college, mm-hmm. and that was a book that was totally. Um, it was. A, I, I think the premise of that was like superheroes being like basically having their identities revealed, mm-hmm. and it was so beautiful, like totally painterly, like yeah. like not pencils and inks. It was like full on uh-huh. deep illustration. But I also remember in like um, when I was twelve, reading Tokyo Mew Mew, uh-huh. <laughs> which was like this very adorable um, shoujo, like basically Sailor Moon comic. Yeah, um, and all of those things kind of like come together and like influence. How I make art. I, if it looks good and it's like funny and has yeah. like an interesting premise, see, I'll get into it. I could see some a little Sailor Moon in this. Yeah, you got the ensemble feel. Uh-huh. You got the they kind of are superheroes and they put on their costumes. Yeah. yeah. We were talking fan fiction earlier. I actually have a, a coworker who comes on the show a lot and she adores Sailor Moon and she will freely admit to writing Sailor Moon fan oh, fiction of course. all yeah. the time. Um, are there comic or manga worlds that like you would love to have the opportunity to tell a story in? Um, yes, um, all the superhero comics would be great to like tell more stories in, uh-huh. um, and all of I mean just because <laughs> I don't want to get too ornery. I think I think it'd be great to see even more voices and like um, and like yeah like in and just in those worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, Manga's doing just fine. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think I need to inject my my yeah. my head in there. But it'd be so cool to see um, more, like, not just, like, yeah, just more diverse stories from, yeah. like, Marvel and DC. Like, it'd be so great to have, like, more LGBTQ storylines. Just, like, stories about, like, trans voices. Ugh, it'd be great. And we'll see. Hopefully they will tell more yeah. stories in that way. But And I think yeah. that some of the, the new... Um, the DC kind of like the origin stories that they're writing that are coming yeah. out like, um, like Lee Bardugo did a Wonder Woman one yeah and I think Marie Lou did Batman maybe I think, like, yeah they're doing like, I, I think they're doing a better job of like yeah. trying to find voices who wouldn't traditionally like, wouldn't traditionally be a comic writer yes especially when they turn them into like young adult novels it makes sense to have young adult authors write them but yes. yeah I always get really excited when they're like yeah Ta-Nehisi Coates is gonna doing do Black, Black Panther Pan- and yeah. then you're like this is really cool yeah, yeah. but at the same time it's like yeah that's that's a voice we should be doing black yeah like one of the greatest journalists of our era yeah yeah he should be he should have that canvas to talk about you know politics and Mm -hmm. like social issues so do you have a like a a favorite like if you could pick one like if you were gonna write like i want to write about i write about blue beetle and booster gold i wouldn't even i'm I'm not gonna be i'm not gonna like hedge myself that's incredible (laughs) i have 
I can't even. Mm-hmm. I should not. It should not be recorded. How <laughs> insanely in love with those characters I am. That's but amazing. Anyway, right, so now everyone knows. Okay, so give it the check, please. Is all about these guys in a college, and like you said, you yeah. had like a four-year script for yourself. Yeah. I'm sure before you started all this, you couldn't have imagined how wildly popular it would be. It's like, no. do you? and you can tell me you can't talk about it but like, no do you have a plan for beyond four years with Biddy and oh well the I can't talk about this because most of the readers do know that yeah. the comic ends when Biddy graduates right. when yeah everything right. is over and then after that yeah it's, Biddy will continue his life um nothing nothing tragic happens to be yeah. at the end he gets to live mm-hmm. spoilers yeah. um but yeah the comic ends when Biddy graduates yeah do you find yourself feeling like you need like I, I feel like to a lot extend of, the world maybe? yeah exactly like do you find yourself it's so feeling, funny I talked to my dad about this and he's always just like yeah why doesn't Biddy go to the NHL and like you can do like year five year six and I'm like no and, and like I've already yeah. thought about this I appreciate his input yeah. and his basic fan fiction at that point <laughs> but it's yeah but do you see yourself like going a completely different direction after this at a certain I feel like you have the cloud now like your, your readers like, I think I feel like at a certain point you write enough wonderful stories that people are like yeah okay no matter what in goes your rights I'm yeah. going to read it so like, oh, do you feel like you could leave hockey and baking entirely and- yeah I think I think uh, the stories that I have to tell will be it'll definitely have the same feel mm-hmm. of just like found families and yeah. fun like bright characters mm-hmm. but it'll be in different settings yeah. um I am working on a <laughs> I started. I started a sentence, and um, yes. Yeah, you have people here who are or guiding like, you on what to say and not say. So no, okay. I, am, I, mean, I am working on projects with friends, um, so that's really exciting to bring uh, new voices and ideas yeah. into uh, like my creative process. But yeah, I am. I'm excited for what's coming. Yeah. Up. Okay. I feel like I've steered us into murky water, so I'll. I'll uh, no, I'll it's fine. I don't know what to say. No, you're good. <laughs> um, we talked a little bit about this before we started recording, but are you a baker personally? Man, I don't bake. I don't skate. I don't know. I'm a fraud charlatan. So <laughs> everything that you see here is totally made up. But no, I did yeah. my I did my research though. Yeah. So um, yeah. Well, I mean, you don't really get into the weeds with video like yeah. recipes and stuff. So you're in the clear. I do know more about jam though. In year three, which is included in the book that comes after this, uh, uh, check please hashtag uh-huh. hockey book yeah. two. Um, Biddy gets into jam a lot, so I yeah. have to learn about jam. So that's the next step. I love how you, the way you said it, like, yeah, Biddy got into jam, so then I had to learn jam. I it's had to, your character, oh my then. god, I had to learn so much jam because Biddy found jam. Yeah. Do you have a favorite jam? Oh, I can't say. But, um, so, a fun, a fun, this is such a, this is like the random facts, but like, that Biddy has an aunt named Aunt Judy, mm-hmm. and she's based off my sister's like mentor, um, whose name is Judy, and she makes like a ton of jam. Uh-huh. And her jams are all over the place. So yeah. she has like a pluot like raspberry jam or something. I don't even yeah, I didn't even know those words existed. Yeah, but they it, it tastes great. So actually, my favorite jam is Judy's jam, which okay. is a real thing. You can it, you can't get it in stores. Only Judy makes it. Okay, I, and I won't make you tell us your favorite pie because I don't I'll, want you to have to tell us. I'll say your, your favorite pie is pecan, right? Yeah, I just knew that. You never told me. And that never yeah. happened before. You just are a good uh, judge of character. Yeah, I could. I could, I could tell. Yeah, that's it's, mine. It's like I can guess people's star signs. I can guess people's pies. Yeah, uh, you pecan, it. pecan is also my favorite See? pie. 
And what I liked that when we, when we weren't talking about this earlier, you didn't ask me if I was from the South, which I'm not. Yes. I'm just, I'm just one of those weird northerners who <laughs> likes, pecan, likes pie. pecan pie. Yeah. Um, all right, so towards the end of our interviews, we like to do what we call the Nerd Nine. Nerd Nine? I just, I like alliteration. They're lighthearted questions, not that anything else I've asked you ahead of time. It's been, it's like, been super greedy. Growing up, where did you find your passion for pie? Like, yeah. So the first one is, do you remember the last book you finished reading? Last book I finished reading, um, probably I picked up the Terry Pratchett book mm-hmm. from the library. So that was Equal Rights, and that was really fun. Do you have a favorite place to read? Um, no. I guess I can read anywhere. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, do you remember the book that made you fall in love with reading, or maybe even the book that kind of made you realize you wanted to do this for a living? Ah, uh, um, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure. I would say like. One of I don't know if these are like lightning round questions because I'm not taking yeah, them. <laughs> can I be honest? I we used to call them rapid fire, and, and we then people get just started. So many listeners that was shoot us text like, please stop saying those words, Adam. You, they're not rapid fire. You get yes. so many tangents. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I would say one of my favorite uh, pieces of literature that I read were uh, the Jeeves and Wooster books by P.G. Woodhouse. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know books could be that funny, mm-hmm. um, and that kind of helped shaped how I wanted to like tell my stories like humor is such a like ugh, humor is such a hard thing to do it's yeah. like a craft so I appreciated that um every time I read like a really good graphic novel it helps me it kind of reinforces like yeah, yeah this is what I want to be doing um two books that I read that were really <coughs> fantastic earlier this year last year I read my lesbian experience with loneliness mm-hmm. which was like the best take on just like depression and sexuality mm-hmm. and like coming of age story that was like laugh out loud hilarious like incredibly sad like it was that was like just it was just so well done i it was mind-blowing how well done it was and then um to like almost on the opposite spectrum of that i read uh the matt fraction david aha uh run of hawkeye Uh which was a like master class in sequential art and using different like uh basically like just they really really push the like idea of like what they use form differently so Mm -hmm. they were telling they're telling the story and not doing it in the traditional like bam pow um superhero way and i thought that was really impressive listen if you ever have time that slows down after this yeah. you should do a seminar on like graphic novels and comics and manga because i would listen to you oh down sure stuff. great awesome yeah uh do you have a place that you'd like to travel that you have not been to yet uh germany i speak german but i've never been there <laughs> that's, yeah that's awesome uh do you have a favorite or a favorite holiday to celebrate um i would say thanksgiving is fun times that's when me and my brother and sister all watch my hero academia like five episodes after eating turkey. So yeah, plus good. you have to worry about gifts, and it's just like yeah. just come and eat. Yeah, and just come eat. Yeah. Couch. Are you a coffee person or a tea person? I got water person. Sure, that's I, I like coffee. That's I like okay. tea. Yeah. Cats or dogs? Are you, come on, uh, they're no, both reason, good. The reason I ask, my co-host Joe, who's not here today, is a cat person, and I am like a staunch dog guy. But some dogs are have cat personalities. Some cats have dog personalities. They're all different. It feels like a cat. Yeah, they're, they're not a monolith. All right, well, you're going to hate the next one. Not all more. dogs. <laughs> Do you have a favorite food? Um, I guess pizza. I could not. That's a version of pie, so I guess we're okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and then if you could have dinner with one person, a or dead, who would you pick? Man, I just walked by uh, Michelle Obama's, like, like cover for Becoming Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like I don't want to waste your time, but I would love to talk yeah, to her. Yeah, we've had more Michelles than Brock's ever, so, which I think is amazing. And also, but most of the people are like, once I picked, my, picked myself up from being a puddle, yeah. then I would have to yeah. talk to uh, Last question for you. What do you hope readers take away from Check, Please? I hope they take away that comics can be fun and they can still be dramatic and um, talk about very tough topics, but they can overall be lighthearted and goofy. So you can... You can tell you can tell lots of stories with different tones and they can all fit in the same world it doesn't have to just be sad or tragic or um and i guess what i'm trying to say is like especially stories about queer characters Mm -hmm. can have happy endings and in fact more stories should absolutely oh that's perfect ngozi i love this story so much thank you so much for joining us today i appreciate it Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from Overdrive.com, and our library friends can add these titles to their collections and marketplace. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.